Welcome back to the Nerdy Merc, where you will find all things comic books, culture, current events, and the like. This is Jeff, and I am the Nerdy Merc. Like the podcast, subscribe, and make sure you leave a five-star review. From the Daily Mail, I swear I'm getting the best news from a foreign news agency these days. Like, they're the only ones that report on this stuff, or at least report the most thoroughly. From the Daily Mail, House Democrats savage Nancy Pelosi, demand she is replaced as Speaker, and blame her and the squad's backing of socialism for election disaster and wild conference call. So, in this conference call, and this was leaked onto Twitter, this was not supposed to be for external use. This was only supposed to be for internal use. There was a big conference call among many House Democrats. I assume not all of them because I can't imagine. This is like a video Zoom call. And, you know, there's like 200 and something of them. So I assume it wasn't all of them on this call. But many, many moderate. There, and, and you know what? This kind of gives me faith in the Democrat Party that there are still some moderates. Or maybe they're just, you know, stop saying all this stuff because it's killing us. Like Repigale, or excuse me, Representative excuse me, Abigail Spanberger, who, according to the Daily Mail, is a moderate Democrat, ripped into party leaders on a conference call on Thursday after their majority shrank. And it shrank by quite a bit. Now, they still have a majority, but it did shrink by quite a bit. So give me a second, pulling up a quote from her. We lost races we shouldn't have lost. Defund the police almost cost me my race because of an attack ad. Don't say socialism ever again. We need to get back to basics. I was kind of wondering if that would happen. Because you got to believe that not every, not every Democrat is on board with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, Ilhan Omar, Ayanna Presley, and Rashida Tlaib, also known as the squad that I mentioned a minute ago. you got to believe that they're not all on board with that. And... So, um, Representative Abigail Spanberger, who did win her re-election, barely, says, if we continue to do this, we will get effing torn apart. You know what Nancy Pelosi said? Hey, we lost some battles, but we still won the war, you know, because they have, uh, you know, still have the majority. Representative uh, Debbie uh, McCarcel uh, M-U-C-A-R-S-E-L-Powell, Mucarsel Powell, lost her race. She cried during the call. She said colleagues couldn't pronounce her name or were mean on Twitter, and it's that's, that's just the best. But, yeah, uh, uh, this is going to be inter- interesting to see how it plays out. Now, I've heard people say Nancy Pelosi is done, or at least done as Speaker of the House. She's gone. But... One of the things that I'm kind of learning about Washington politics is don't bet against Nancy Pelosi or Mitch McConnell. Most people who bet against them lose. So we'll kind of see how that goes. I'm kind of curious. Uh, let's see. So, of course, uh, Rashida Tlaib, her, her primary concern was just finding out who was leaking all this information and you know, not that the information was was not that it was said. She just she just wanted to find out who was, who leaked it, and you know, punish them. Let's see here. Uh, that that uh, uh, 
<laughs> Representative Hakeem Jeffries, a member of the Democratic leadership, jumped into the call midway through to tell those on it to stop leaking. They can't even, like, they can't even, main, there's just so much infighting going on. It's kind of funny. And, oh, excuse me, it wasn't uh, Rashida Tlaib that demanded that Jeffries find the leakers. It was uh, Representative uh, Pramila Jayapal who said that. Uh, my bad. My bad. I got that wrong. Uh, but Nancy Pelosi's like, hey, uh, yeah, we took some hits, but we still won the war. And Representative, uh, you know what? I don't know. I'm not going to call her representative. Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said, yeah, we don't care. We're moving forward. My prediction for the Democrat Party is that there's going to be a split. And that three-party system or multiple-party, more than two-party system that so, so many people want is going to is going to come into uh, existence. Either that, or there's just going to be more walkaways. One of the two, because there are the the places that Alexandria Ocasio Cortez and her followers are going are places that the actual moderates can't go. They're going to lose in those elections if they push for those policies and support them, and and. And that's, you know, I mean, and, that, and they may not even want to. I don't know. But it's really fascinating. Okay, let me give you a little bit about uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She likes to present herself as, like, this poor girl who who busted her butt working her way through college, which she earned two economic, or she earned two degrees, one of them in economics, and her policies on economics should be enough for her to go back to her alma mater and say, look, I, sh I deserve a refund because I didn't learn a thing. Her ideas are childish. She's, she wants to create a fairy tale world that cannot exist, not, not in any meaningful way. Uh, anyway, so she likes to present herself as this poor girl from Queens, I think, or Brooklyn one of those two that worked, you know, worked her way up from the bottom and, you know, became a 29 year old bartender that, you know, or was a 29 year old bartender that ended up, you know, be, being elected to Congress. Well, part of that's true, but what she's leaving out is that she actually comes from an upper middle class family and she did not ever have to deal with being poor. She represents people. She she claims to be one of the people that came up from poverty. That's a lie. She never she never came up from poverty. She came from upper, now. She wasn't like insanely rich. At least I don't think she was. But her 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 family, her folks, they were upper upper middle class. And in New York, upper middle class means a whole lot more than it does in most of the rest of the country. I should tell you, the cost of living in New York is quite high. Um, and speaking, you know, since I'm on, since I'm on. Uh, uh, Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez. I, if you ever hear me call her AOC, that's only because her name is a mouthful. I do try to call people by their proper titles. I don't say dumb things like libtard or, or anything like that. I don't like those terms. They're derogatory. They're, all they are is, and I don't like the nicknames either. Okay, they're derogatory, they end up being derogatory terms, and they're just conversation enders, and I don't want to be a conversation ender, I want to be a conversation starter. So, 
If I do call her AOC, well, it's going to be pretty rare. Uh, but it will just be for expedience because I'm running out of time, and her name takes a lot longer to say than AOC. So anyway, Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez on Friday had a very interesting tweet. Is anyone archiving these Trump sycophants for when they try to downplay or deny their complicity in the future? I foresee decent probability of many deleted tweets, writings, photos in the future. She seems to be wanting a database, basically, of Trump supporters. Now, you could argue that she's just talking about the people that work in the current White House administration, you know, and, you know, the, the, the cabinet members, their staff, and all that stuff. But even if that's the even if that is the case, that's still a very, very sick-minded way of thinking, okay? This is nothing more than cancel culture. And as I've repeatedly mentioned numerous times, cancel, cancel culture is a cancer. She wants those people to be removed from, from society. She wants those people to have no place in her new world order, future utopia as it moves forward because those people have no value to her. Okay. Disregarding the fact that they might actually, you know, be, uh, you know, uh, I've just, okay. I have no idea what, what the white house administration is capable, like what the individual people, what their backgrounds are, what value they have, what they can contribute, you know, that none of that matters to her. You got people that are some of the smartest people in the world, and I'm not saying that lightly. Okay, some of the people have some of the most experience in their field in the world, and again, I'm not saying that lightly. Now, not everyone, but you do have some people that are very good at what they do working in the White House administration. And to her, she's like, nope, those people, they should be removed from society. Their names should be re- stricken from the record. Anything that, has, that they've ever touched should just be done away with completely. Think, you know, and FYI, Joe Biden has that same mentality because he's already talked about uh, rolling back all of Trump's executive orders, regardless of whether or not it did any good. The the entire point of the new administration, the new seemingly new administration, is to completely erase the last four years. So, hello, per, uh, perpetually funded black colleges, you're gone. Okay, now the First Step Act was done through Congress, so that's going to stick around. Uh, but you know, no matter what, you know, all those tra- tax cuts that, you know, yeah, people like to say, well, they only benefited Trump's, uh, you know, or like the rich. No, they didn't. They benefited everybody. Okay. The tax cuts, you know what? Business tax cuts allow businesses to grow and expand. And when they grow and expand, they hire people. My family and most families in America have benefited greatly from things like that. And Joe Biden, along with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who is part of his team, and Bernie Sanders, they want to completely do away with all that. So increased taxes, okay, well, that's going to, that's also going to come with an increased unemployment rate. Okay, fewer jobs. Uh, businesses taking their manufacturing back overseas. That's what's going to come with that. 
AOC, oh my lord, I just did it. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is a child with childlike ideas and she just wants these people gone. If they are not on board 100% and totally and completely with her agenda, they're gone. And I tell you what, people will like to dismiss her and you should do that at your peril. Nancy Pelosi is very clear. Nancy Pelosi does not control her. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has gotten other Democrats primaried to put her support to, to I mean, like they got her, 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 um, other Democrats primaried. And what I mean by that is in the primary elections, she got them basically booted from the Democrat ticket. And these are in places where a Democrat is going to win. Okay. There's absolutely going to win. Whichever Democrat doesn't matter. If there's a D next to the name, they're going to win. She has been able to slowly start putting her folks, helping her people get elected. You know, when, uh, when it comes time to pay her dues to the Democrat party, she's pretty much said, no, I'm not doing that. And they do not control her. They cannot control her. And, and she's basically just completely bucked the system and is like, come at me, bro. What are you going to do now? Not only that, Chuck Schumer, if the, now imagine this. So right now, Nancy Pelosi can't control her. AOC, God, I did it again. Oh my Lord. I just gave this big talk about how I didn't do that. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has talked about, or I mean, she is in control of, of the house agenda, more or less. Nancy Pelosi and name. Congresswoman Cortez, her, her, her agenda is what's running things because Nancy Pelosi cannot control her. Now, here's the really scary thought. If we lose the Senate, and when I say me, we, I mean Republicans, because technically I am a Republican. I kind of consider myself more of an independent, but I have to, I have to identify with at least one party when I vote in the primary, so I'm technically registered as a Republican. Chuck Schumer will then be the Senate Majority Leader. Chuck Schumer is a political animal. Chuck Schumer will do or say whatever he has to do to stay in office. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has hinted that she might one day run for Senate in New York. Well, that means Chuck Schumer is scared of her. Because if she were to challenge him in his next primary, which I'm not sure when that will be, if she were to challenge him, she would almost certainly beat him, and then she would become the senate, uh, one of the senators from New York. Chuck Schumer will do anything to prevent that from happening. Now, the only thing he has in his pocket, the only ace up his sleeve, is to follow her agenda. And think about it. That actually makes a lot of sense from her perspective. Because if you're in the house, you're you're bucking the system, you're challenging Nancy Pelosi, she's scared of you because she can't control you, and you're slowly building up your base of power by getting other Democrats primaried and installing people that are loyal to you. And then you have 
hypothetically, the Senate Majority Leader who's also scared of you, you, you run Congress. You, if you run in the House and you're running the Senate, you're running Congress. You are setting the agenda for Congress. And then, God forbid, you have a Joe Biden in the White House at the same time. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez will be making and signing laws for the entire country. That is scary. That should terrify you. I kind of got off on a tangent. I was going to talk more about cancel culture, but that's kind of important. Why would she want a database of Trump supporters if not, if, if for no other reason than to cancel them out? You know, it's, it's like 1984. I, I hate to keep talking about this. It's like 1984, though. What do they do when people go against the party? They just eliminate all records of their existence. That is what she wants. She wants anyone who would ever be opposed to her policies, her position, and her power to just be gone. Now, she won't come out and say that, but if you, if you look at the decisions that she... If you look at, at the things that she says and her behaviors and the policies that she puts forward... And, and, and if you tie it all together with some context, you can't come to any other conclusion. Wow, I talked this entire segment about this. I, and I still didn't get to everything I wanted to get to. But unfortunately, I'm up against the clock. <sighs> Hope I can get to the rest of it on, on Friday, maybe. Thanks for listening. Once again, we have reached the end of the show. I am the Nerdy Merc. You can reach me at 317-978-NERD. That's 317-978-6373. Or www.nerdymerc.com. And by email, jeff at nerdymerc.com. You can also find me at The Nerdy Merc on Facebook, YouTube, and all the podcasting sites. At Nerdy Merc on Twitter and Parlor, And Nerdy Merc 79 on Instagram. If you can't tell, I like the brand. Go there, subscribe, follow me, give me a like, and tell your friends. Have a great day. Nerdy Merc out.